Welcome to the Happy Place podcast. I'm Rina, your host. I'm a Shibari artist, tantric body worker, former dominatrix, and extreme sports athlete. I guide people to their core, creating safe spaces for healing and self-discovery. Since childhood, I've challenged societal norms. Through extreme sports, tantra, unconventional sexuality, and psychedelics, I've discovered profound truths. This podcast is for seekers like me, exploring meaning and spiritual illumination in the midst of life's intensity. Get ready to be inspired, amazed, and transformed as we unravel the mysteries of the happy place. Have you ever felt a desire to have a different life? Like there is a lot more that you came to this world for, and yet you would just end up staying exactly where you are, being just afraid to make a first step without knowing exactly where you're going. It's just easy to look around and see people on social media having lives of their dreams, doing amazing things, and having that longing to be just there as they, where they are. I can tell you that a lot of people look at me, look, seeing my life, either knowing me or seeing me on social media, thinking that I am doing so many amazing things, traveling the world, exploring myself and my intimacy and creativity and going for spiritual retreats and having career of my dreams. Let me tell you where it all started. It definitely wasn't an easy journey for me. And at the same time, it was totally worth it. So I grew up in Russia, actually in post-Soviet Russia. As a teenager, I was completely depressed. I was quite miserable where I was. I hated to go to school and at home I didn't feel connected with my family. I wasn't feeling safe. I wasn't feeling nourished. I wasn't feeling inspired and the world felt like hopeless for me. I just didn't see a reason to leave. I didn't see any meaning in things that I was doing. I felt like everything in my school was such a bullshit, like the whole like knowledge that was given to me just didn't make any sense. And I just didn't feel connected to my classmates. I was bullied and I just felt like there has to be more. Like, what's the point? Like, has to be something different. I deserve better. I want to know what it feels like to be really happy. Like some people say like, yeah, don't be born beautiful, be born happy. <laughs> and it really stayed in my mind. I was searching for that. I was looking around for examples, for role models, and I didn't see any, and it felt quite depressing. I felt, um, sometimes I felt like I'm about to give up, and yet I made this dream, like I felt like I just want to give life a chance. I want to find my happy place. And then I saw white canopies in the sky, and something clicked. I just felt like there is hope right in there, those white canopies will bring me to that happy place I'm dreaming about. And I followed them and I found a drop zone, which is the place where skydivers are jumping out of airplanes. And that was old fashioned Russian military style place with round canopies where military guys were training. And I asked, I wanted to jump and I was what, 14 years old. So they gave me some time, they didn't let me jump right away. But finally at the age of 15, I was allowed to do my first skydive and I was so excited. I was so ambitious. But once I got into the airplane, I got terrified. 
I realized what's about to happen, that I'm going to jump into this void, like right underneath me. I will have no ground, no control. I have to trust that Soviet parachute to open. I have no control whatsoever. And that was so scary. And as the airplane was climbing, the, the altitude was getting higher. I realized I have no way back. I saw there is the big Russian man right there who is going to kick me out if I don't jump myself because that's Russia. That's how they do it. You just have no way of changing your mind. You will be kicked out of that airplane. And I was just petrified. It was just paralyzing fear. This moment of jumping in that void, which felt like I'm dying. I'm just killing myself right there. And somehow I made it happen. And those three seconds of free fall felt like a whole another universe. And then finally I pulled and the parachute opened and this like beautiful round canopy right above me. I felt in such bliss. I was so happy. Finally, I was for the first time really, really grateful and happy to be alive. And I looked around and I saw this whole world from a bird eye view and my classmates, my parents, none of that mattered anymore. I just felt so joyful, proud and happy to be alive. And when once I landed, I went to just celebrate. I was just dancing and singing songs of joy and freedom. And I was just looking around and seeing those beautiful flowers and the sky and Everything felt alive. Everything felt beautiful, so special, so new. I just was like big refresh button that I pressed. Then a lot of things changed. I went back to school and the same classmates that were bullying me, they just didn't bully me anymore. And that was the time that I really noticed, aha. Uh -huh. So I wasn't really a victim of them bullying me. Actually, right now, when I'm happy, when I'm confident, when I'm really in tune with myself, that's when they no longer approach me anymore. They are respecting me and me loving and respecting myself and being comfortable in my own skin made them also treat me with respect. And I started to see that I'm the master of my universe. And just by making that leap of faith in the unknown, I can change my life for better. And that place of bliss after my parachute opened really stayed with me. Not that I ended up being everyday blissful. No, it was like a polar star that I started to follow. I realized that this is why I came to this world for. This is why I'm born and this is why I'm alive to follow that place. So that happened when I was a teenager, but life had a lot more prepared for me. As I was graduating my high school, I had to jump this matrix big time. And by the way, speaking of matrixes, that was my favorite movie as a teenager. I was watching Neo, how he had to get out of that life and the world that he wasn't happy with and just go somewhere all of that white rabbit without knowing where he's gonna go, without any guarantees, without any plan, and how terrifying and challenging it was for him, and yet he made it. And that white rabbit for me, that was that white canopy in the sky, and yet life had a lot more to offer. 
So by the age of 18, I realized that I will not do so well in Russia as um, I didn't have many opportunities, especially as a woman. So I ended up moving to the United States all by myself and had to just make that step into this completely new place and start a whole new life, studying new language, making new friends, and pursuing American dream, which ended up another matrix for me as I got my MBA and got an office job. So I ended up being completely dissatisfied sitting in that cubicle nine to five and working in Excel spreadsheets with numbers. So I ended up quitting and then moving to New York City without knowing what exactly I'm going to do, how I'm going to build my life without this career. And this is when completely by accident, I ended up starting working as a dominatrix, which is a whole another podcast on how it started. But for now, I can only tell you that I never felt like I want to be a dominatrix. A lot of people believe that you become dominatrix because you are naturally dominant. Well, for me, it was quite the opposite. I was naturally very insecure, very shy, quite a people pleaser. So I never considered myself to become a good dominatrix. So that was definitely a step outside of my comfort zone without knowing whether I will succeed or that will be an epic fail. But I gave it a try and it ended up working and I ended up staying as a dom for quite a while, for almost a decade, until I realized it's time to make another jump. So let me tell you that at that point, I was at the peak of my career. I really got what I wanted. I was staying in a really beautiful Manhattan apartment and I had my own studio, which was also rented by other doms. And my clients were incredible. I had very top shelf, sophisticated Wall Street guys seeing me regularly, paying me lots of money. So it was really hard pill to swallow that idea that now again, I have to just demolish everything that I've created to go somewhere where I don't know where I'm going. And it was really challenging choice to make. But parallel to that, while I was working as a dom, I had a chance to travel to India and to Thailand in my spiritual pursuits. It was a huge part of my life. I would spend a few months a year in Thailand, uh, learning meditation and yoga and tantra, um, it had a really major impact on me and something felt really strange about me needing to uh, dominate these Wall Street guys in my career while I was sitting in my meditation focusing on my heart chakra. Something felt completely disjointed and there was a strong desire to blend this together, to bring my career into the realms of spirituality and healing because that's where my heart was at that point. I had no idea how it's possible because being a dominatrix felt really opposite from being a spiritual teacher for its obvious reasons. And at the same time, I trusted life has something major to offer me. All I had to do is to make that one step into the unknown. 
Fast forward to where I am these days. Right now I'm based in Austin, Texas, and I love my community here. I love my clients here. I work in this field of spirituality, self-discovery and healing. I'm a vulnerability guide, which means I create safe spaces to fall apart, safe spaces for healing, self-discovery, self-exploration. I'm a Shibari artist, tantric body worker, and tantra and kink educator. I just really love my work and I love my life. Now, how about you, my listener? Have you felt like you wanted to make some change in your life or maybe in one particular direction in your life? And at the same time, you felt stuck. You felt like you're afraid. You're afraid to make that one step because you're afraid that you will destroy something that you've been building for so long, that you will rock the boat. You're afraid of other people's opinions. You're looking for some reassurance. You're looking for some guarantee that you are making the right decision that you will not going to regret what you've done. So let me tell you, you don't need to know. You just need to trust. The key word for me is surrender, is when you're trusting that life has something incredible for you, that you don't want to settle for something average. You don't want to be just fine and okay and just normal. What you want is extraordinary. What you want is joy and bliss and gratitude. You want to ride the waves of existence like you are the surfer of this universe who really loves the ride and the adventure. And there is no need to know how it's going to end. Let life surprise you and trust there is only an upgrade ahead of you. There is no way you will be disappointed about quitting something that no longer serves you. I'd love to inspire you to make one step in the unknown, in one area of your life which you'd like to refresh. Consider following your bliss as pursuit of happiness is your birthright. Even if you end up disappointing others, do not disappoint yourself. Yourself is the most precious one you have. So take care of yourself and trust that when you take care of yourself, when you pursue your joy, your bliss, your happiness, the whole universe is conspiring to make it happen for you in the ways that you could never imagine. Remember that trying something new is scary, is uncomfortable. It's okay if your feet are shaking and your voice is trembling because it's exactly where I am right now. It's my first podcast ever. And I never thought I'll be that uncomfortable. And at the same time, I understand, I understand that it's very natural when I'm trying something new. It's vulnerable. It's scary. So I'm welcoming those feelings. And at the same time, I'm confessing that I'm quite vulnerable now and I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to connect with you. So please send me a message if it resonates with you. Put five-star review as it will be really helpful in my new journey in this podcast. I always welcome feedback, messages and comments. Follow me on my social media or shoot me an email. Everything is in show notes. And I will say goodbye for now until the next episode.